0: Hello and welcome to the Crazy World of Absolute Bedlam podcast. My name is Ben and I interview people from all around the world, from all walks of life, about interesting topics such as being an actor, musician, personal trainer, video game developer. You name it, I've probably had a chat with them. So my main background is music but I'm looking to get basically anyone from YouTube, Twitch, you name it, put them in touch with me and I'll have a chat, like I say. Um, recently done a flurry of veteran episodes, so if you want to check that out, that's a slightly different thing called Tales from the Trenches with my friend and editor, John Belfield. But enough of that, I'm here to just introduce the episodes and just say if anyone wants to help me out by donating to ko which is a donation service which is available at www.kofi, fi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash absolute bedlam podcast. If you go to that website, you'll be able to donate a minimum of £3 to me. You can donate what you want and you can also set recurring payments, but I don't, you know, if you want to, then that's fair enough, but, you know, just do what you can if you can, that sort of thing. Um donations really really help me out because this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of energy especially when I'm sorting out US people to podcast with and interview etc so every little helps really really genuinely it means I can really put some time into this and really like make it as good as I can possibly get um I'm currently on the lookout for a webcam as I've mentioned several times now um and that's a £70 product, so all of the donations that come from this co-fi, co-fi, will go towards that £70 webcam. Um, I don't like asking people for money, but if you're enjoying the episodes, say you've listened to more than two or three episodes the whole way through and you're enjoying it and you like what you hear, then a donation would massively be appreciated. Um, right, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. But yeah, cheers guys, keep it bedlam, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, bye. Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So if anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town and one of the most important things when you go to the beach and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from Many, many supermarkets. (laughs) I won't call any out. Um, But yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we... Use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin. Like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear. So set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin and they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil and aloe vera to nourish and moisturize your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I am riding off of the success wave that was Billy Sheehan, but that's not going to stop me from doing my weekly uploads. So tonight we have bit of a video disaster but we're gonna just do audio we've got tommy and i cannot pronounce your surname and i'm not even gonna try
1: do you know what you, you could try dude and if you get it right i'll give you 10 pounds
0: is it like onomatopoeic <laughs> no it's not it's Keo. tommy
1: Keo.
0: Keo. okay not... how's it going
1: yeah good thank you man i mean uh there's no pressure. You have Billy Sheehan on before me. I've, uh, I'm going to have to really up my game. I mean, Yeah, man. As a base player as well, I'm not quite uh, at yeah. <laughs> Billy's level, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Life's all right. I'm a bit skint, but, you know... I'm a bit skint? Yeah.
1: Aren't we all? The prices for everything have just gone up.
0: Yeah, it's top gone a, a
1: pint of milk's £500, pounds, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit mental at the moment, but it's, uh, other than that, crazy. there's a lot worse going on in the world than me moaning so it's, all, it's, stop, all, right. rel-
1: it's all relative though dude that's something we've got uh, i think uh someone everyone needs to kind of yes there's always someone who's unfortunately worse off there's always someone better off as well but uh lots of people forget that uh, stuff is relative um, and it doesn't mean it's any worse for yeah, it doesn't mean it's not hard for you or yeah, anyone yeah. else so it's take it all in its stride and chill out baby
0: one of my no. favorite sayings that Devin Townsend says quite a lot is worse things happen to better people exactly right. so yeah so what good. the
1: fuck have I not won the lottery like that <laughs>
0: exactly yeah <laughs> that's it um so tonight on the show I, I've got quite a lot to go through as I've just scrambled some questions together And Tommy is a man of many, many talents and many, many hobbies to the point where I don't even know how he manages to do his normal day job. (laughs) So we're going to discuss the quickly, just going to give you a bit of a heads up. We're going to talk about fitness, music, uh, Twitch, Mm -hmm. writing a children's book Mm -hmm. and video games and your podcast. So (laughs) That's like a condensed list and it's already like spilling over the edges because I usually get people on that have got like, hey, man, I'm releasing an album. And it's like, OK, so we're going to spend an hour talking about the album, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not moaning, but you've got a lot of different you're like a tree. You've got lots of branches.
1: Oh God, yeah, there's no leaves on this tree at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, I'm blowing <laughs> in the wind like help. <laughs> but, but yeah, right. So let's start with fitness fitness what made you want to get into fitness
1: okay so uh that's a good question so so i'm no longer well i am a personal trainer qualified personal trainer qualified in 2011 um it's now 11 years ago which is mad right um and i've always been kind of a bit of a kind of not a gym geek as in like a muscle head now i am but i mean i'd always been interested in fitness i did kind of kickboxing and martial arts as a kid i was all very active i played football my family are very active as well uh, my dad's always done kind of long walks and does hiking still now and he's you know well, 63 and he's still in fact he's away way tomorrow to cumbria and he's going to do all the peaks and my mum's a pilates instructor my sister's does you know, long distance running and it's just i think it's a family thing man we just kind of absolutely love it um and, and then i'll be honest uh i got a slight kind of bit of body dysmorphia as well so i'm always kind of not happy of how i look even though other people might look at me and go oh wow you look great yeah. um i'll look at myself and you know I mean, we all love a selfie or well, i definitely love a selfie um <laughs> but i'll look at myself and go oh no I look crap and then a few years later i'll look back and go actually no, i look really good then and so it's almost i've got a fear of um well there's, there's two reasons I've. I've got a fear of kind of being old and, haven't we all, but kind of old and out of shape. Um, Because, yeah, you want to enjoy your golden years, I think. Um, You want to enjoy all your years. But also one of my big things is I've got loads of my idols like Jackie Chan and all these people who are like now in their late sixties, they can still do the stuff they could do when they're in their thirties because they maintained it. And there's no reason I don't think for humans, unless obviously you've got, obviously there's a disability, which is completely understandable. If you're a fit and healthy person, Um average lifespan's 80 years, right? First 20 years you're growing up, last 20 years you're sort of slowing down. Those 40 years in between, 20 to 60, you'll be in your prime. There's no reason not to be um doesn't mean if you don't want to go for it, that's absolutely fine. But I I want to be at the kind of peak of my my abilities. Yeah. And I don't I I still want to be able to do silly things and the stuff I can do now at sixty-five. Ask me again another 30 years, I might be going, (laughs) what was I talking about? (laughs) What a lunatic. (laughs) But again, you know, David Lee Roth, people like that, people who can do Paul Stanley from KISS, like people, I don't know he's had to had two hip replacements, but I, I want longevity. I want to be able to carry on enjoying myself and being kind of hmm. flexible and fit in my 60s and because and 70s, 80s, you know. Hmm. I've seen too many people who kind of uh not through any fault of their own, sometimes it is through their own fault, let themselves go and not try to better themselves. Yeah. And that's that's completely down to them, nothing against them. But for me personally, I want to look good. I want to feel good. And I don't want to feel limited because of my own actions. You only get one body in this life.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You get one on. body
1: and, and not much time. Yeah. Okay. So if people understand that it's not like, you know, if you get a car or something and you think about, okay, think, think about some classic cars. Yeah. You see these classic cars and they're so pristine it's because they've been looked after all yeah. the other cars from that time are dead because they've just kind of rusted away. Right. Yeah. Our bodies are the same. If you don't maintain it and look after it, game over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's my fear of dying.
0: Yeah. There's no such thing as no maintenance. I think there's a couple okay. of celebrities that I know that are quite a similar mentality to you. Mm. There's um Eddie Izzard, who's got like some sort oh, of uh-huh. condition where mm. he can just run all the time.
1: Yeah, he's not. He doesn't was get like tired. Wasn't it like 56 marathons in, in yeah, 56 yeah.
0: days or 57 days yeah. or something? And he, after that, he said to himself, "Why don't I just stay like this? Like, why aren't I just match fit all the time?" Yeah. And then you've got Kevin Hart, who got really, really fit quite quickly. I think it was mm-hmm. when he was doing stuff with The Rock for Jumanji.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and he had a car crash a couple of months after yes. he finished yeah. filming, and he said that if he wasn't in that condition pre-accident, then he probably would have died or he would have been paralysed.
1: Yeah. So I um, yeah yeah I definitely think there's something you know like that, that you know i think you can overdo it i think rest is very very yeah, important and being over... able to read you being able to read your body is vital i yeah. think um i've actually said about a week and a half off um and you know i'm kind of raring to i don't know a week and a half doesn't sound that long but some people so some people train every day man and i'm like nah yeah man yes yeah. You, you need your body needs to recover everything in moderation
0: yeah but there's such a thing as over isn't there
1: absolutely. You're
0: not giving giving it 100% because you can't because you're just running at 30. (laughs) Have you you heard of a guy called Ross Edgley? No. He's a sports science person and he swam the English Channel. Wow. um, And I'd highly recommend checking him out. I can't really give him justice (laughs) in a soundbite. But um, what did he say? He said something mental... It's something like when you're flat out running when you feel that like level of exhaustion because i go jogging quite a lot and i feel that sometimes yeah, you're, did. thank you i'm <laughs> trying <laughs> um you're actually only at 40 percent. yeah so you can actually do a lot more than what your brain is telling you but your mm-hmm. sort of your energy levels have depleted to a point where you don't feel comfortable anymore
1: well, you, you, runners also get that kind of euphoric kind of feeling once you yeah. get a certain point. I fucking hate running. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> I yeah. think you should run if you're being chased. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I yeah, cardio is not my friend. You, you know, you, you unfortunately got no video, but you know, I look like I'm yeah, yeah, jacked. But um, yeah, I do it because you need to do it. Cardio fitness and and the muscle fitness are two very very different things, you know. But um, yeah, man, I just want to look good. I want to feel good. Um, especially now, obviously I know you've got a lot of stuff to talk about, but yeah, lead, right. front, fronting my band as well, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm like, well, look, I want to make sure I look good. Right. Yeah. Um, and just for my own, own well being, if I don't feel like I'm looking good, I get really self-conscious and I, I yeah. used to get picked on quite a like, lot like, as a kid. I was a very really small mm. kid.
0: I was going to ask you that, yeah. but I wasn't sure if, uh, yeah, I thought that might have been kind of shooting into the dark.
1: No, dude, dude. Like I said, nothing's yeah, off the, yeah. nothing's off the table here, mate. I'm a hundred. I'm down to yeah. I'm 100 honest. I'll tell you the truth, whatever. But yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: um, I used to. So, <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a normal kind of size guy. I'm five eleven, you know. But like, my head was the same size as it is now when I was 11 years old. So I had not looked like a fucking bobblehead. I had a massive yeah. head and a tiny little skinny body, right? And I used to get picked on quite a lot. And <laughs> it's funny now, but my when you're a kid, it's, it's nasty, yeah, yeah. Right? It's so, the most my nickname, thing ever, yeah. My nickname by some of the other meanie kids was Peanut Head because I look like a K.P. Peanut. Obviously, I can laugh about yeah. it now. I grew.
0: <laughs> it's I grew a it into so my body. horrible. That kids are fucking dick.
1: Do, like, do you want to know
0: mine? Do you want to know mine? Garbage. Garbage. Ben, garbage. I'll go. Uh, ah.
1: Yeah. Or
0: Ben, Ben the big fat hen.
1: Dude, we need, we're, we're bigger now. Let's go back and beat him up. Ben, anyway, do you yeah. want to? So, and, and this is the thing, right? I see some of those people used to pick on me when I was kids, and I'm now 37. Mm. Not old, but fine, you know. Um, but some of those people look haggard, and I'm like, look at me, I'm still working out, I'm looking good, I'm moisturized, I drink a lot of water, <laughs> and I think it's also that's why I did the martial arts as well, because it's like a defense thing. I used to get picked on by the bigger kids, and so I wanted to be. It's a kind of like a front, like I need to be bigger and look at me. I'm I look yeah. big and scary. I'm not scary at all, but you know what I mean. I
0: know what you mean. Um, yeah
1: tattoos and muscles so I'm like, mm-hmm. I can look like I can defend myself but like it's more my inner child going oh yeah but anyway I love fitness mm-hmm. I love uh, I say that I just say a massive kebab it was great <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the real reason he's not on video
1: yeah exactly <laughs> it's, all down, it's all down my front
0: it's in my pubes <laughs> it's like shit loads of boxes next to you like all yeah. tilted over M- D's Brilliant. <laughs> um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about mm. is music it's kind of how we met is, um, Six think, years
1: ago, I think Maybe seven years ago now Fucking 2015, um, 2016, yeah Teddy Rocks is
0: 2016 Yeah, yeah, the first time I think it's I met We met you prior that to that time
1: in Weymouth, right?
0: Fins Yeah, it would have been Finns. 2015 or 14 maybe And Jesus. Nikki and Ben were like You've got to meet our new bassist <laughs> And I was like, hey man, how's it going? And then I think a couple of hours passed Where you'd obviously sound checked and you were headlining So you have this weird time sort of mm. the stage gooch I call it where you've sound <laughs> yes. checked you're good to go and then you've got like three hours of like it's like waiting for a flight isn't it yeah. and then it's yeah. go time you're on stage you play your set and then you've got to drive home sort of thing exactly. um so and I think someone tried to introduce me to you again and uh, <laughs> it just felt a bit awkward <laughs> oh
1: may
0: as well and um here, here we are <laughs> yeah that's it so uh, what am I gonna say? So, was that the first band that you were in, the Rocket Dolls? No,
1: no, man. I've been in bands since 2001. I've been in bands a long, long time. So I started playing bass and guitar in about 98, 99. Long time, 23, 24 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And When I, my my first my first band was at college, we were called Mullet, and we were a pop punk band. After 2001 was like, Rife, some 41 Blink. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. found Glory, all this stuff, right? And it was great. And uh, I used to wear like. Obviously, American Pie and all that—all uh, those movies were huge, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's again, so school. I kind of this leads into it, but school. I was kind of picked on, a bit dweeby. Mm. College, I sort of turned into Stifler. Dude, I, I used to host the parties. I'd wear <laughs> shirts, and I just became like cool in like not not anything. I, I was but like people were like, hey, this guy's cool in college, right? Whereas in school, I was the dweeby kid who got picked on because I thought I didn't enjoy school at all. I fucking hated it. Yeah. but like i was like i'm leaving school going to college you can reinvent yourself to be who you want to be and i completely did that still my fundamentals were the same i'm still the geeky gamer kid you know he writes books about video games and little box problems but like um i did that and so i started well, i was in a band with a couple of mates from school yeah. called mullet um my mate joe singing uh, he was a terrible singer uh, <laughs> but like you were mates, and you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, it, yeah, have a good time.
0: Absolutely. And we we actually did quite
1: well. We like not quite as in yeah,
0: yeah,
1: actual success. But in the local scene, we were quite big. People always coming to our shows. All the college kids. We were sixteen, and again, you've seen me on stage a few times. You know. I like to be a bit larger than life and stuff. Mm. And even at that point, I was like, again, I think it's a defense thing. Mm. On stage, you can be whoever you want to be. Absolutely. Off stage, you're someone different. So anyway, I was in Mullet for a few mm. years. Mm-hmm. And then I joined like a proper heavy death metal band in about 2003, 2004 called uh, Fear of God. Um, who, One of my best friends, he is now in a band called Urn. Um, who are doing really, really well. the scientist Universal, they've been on tour, they're playing festivals, check them out, they're fucking nuts, right, three-piece.
0: U-R-N?
1: U-R-N-E, yeah. Okay. Um, really, really good guy called Rich, he's the uh, he's a drummer. we have we've, said we met 20 years ago at mm. college. Anyway, I was in a metal band with him called Fear of God. After that, I was in a band called Black Sky, which is kind of like a classic, you rock. The guitarist literally thought he was Steve Vai. Um, <laughs> had the kind of float, uh, Floyd Rose thing and the kind of yeah you know, that uh, guitar um, wore the flares had the long hair yeah. um, was a little bit up his own butt and looking back on it now he's a bit older than me so I was just kind of like, oh yeah I want to be in this band uh, and in fact so by the time I got to the Rocket Dolls, man I'd been in bands like and I was in like four or five bands after that as well
0: yeah 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 um,
1: I've been all over the place like I'd already yeah. been playing for fifteen years you know yeah um,
0: fair enough nice
1: and then went into the dolls and yeah. then uh, got asked to leave the dolls yeah uh <laughs> well, well got told to leave the dolls without putting anything but never mind it's yep. what it is yeah uh me and benji have uh, made amends i talked to him quite a bit it's really cool
0: yeah
1: uh benji's a legend I think he's a good guy um and then after that obviously i didn't do i just started writing some acoustic stuff um yeah and then i went away traveling and i was like okay and then i got back and i was like do you know what fuck it i'm gonna start my own band i've been in all these Mm. bands over these years where i've been it's not just the bass player but like it's been it's not been my project this hasn't Mm. been what i want to do exactly there's lots of them have been fantastic yeah um but i was like i'm gonna start my own band i'm gonna be the front man i'm gonna play bass I'm going to write, use these songs I've written on acoustic and get the best musicians in I can find mm-hmm. and write some amazing songs. And uh, I started, so, duh, 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 dead jackals, we are here. Um, <laughs> and it's going relatively well. Uh, we started a couple of years ago in the middle of the pandemic. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, so realistically, we've probably only been going for about two months. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, dead, I'm so proud of what the dead, dead jackal boys uh, have, have mm. done so far
0: yeah yeah no i check you out quite a lot now but um awesome. without but yeah, going so- without going too deep do you think you're a bit of a control freak
1: um i'm not <laughs> i'm not a control freak i like things i like things done correctly but it's <laughs> not a control freak so here's yeah. the thing so obviously i've started this band uh, some people say <laughs> we've got oh we've got a joke within the band so my the four piece band guy called Sugarman sam on guitar fantastic blues guitarist just fantastic guitarist yeah um matt hudson who i found uh via instagram phenomenal guitarist absolutely like shredder and the great thing is matt and sam they're both incredible and they play off of each other yeah um which is and they're not the, yeah they're not exactly the same like guitarist you know what i mean that works really well mm. but anyway so predominantly i write the songs Okay. Uh, and I will write, well, I won't let anyone else write lyrics. So I'm very controlling over that. Because I feel the lyrics are very, very personal to me and oh, as yeah. a writer as well. I'm not going to sing someone else's lyrics.
0: Absolutely. I, yeah. feel,
1: I feel like it's like that's wrong. It's you're, you're you know, in someone else's shoes doing that unless you do yeah. a cover. you know? mm. Um, When it comes to solos, or, you know, so sometimes I'll write a track and structurally, I'm like, I want it to be like this. Yeah. And the guys are like, well, why don't you try this? I'm open, so I'm fully, fully 100% open to suggestions. I'm no, I'm no Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. And I will never say to the guys, don't play your solo like that. And if they, they'll they come, you, you know, if you've heard the band, there's quite a lot of dual harmony guitar stuff. We're very yeah. heavily influenced by Thin Lizzy and I fucking love Thin Lizzy. Feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, If I had my camera on now, you would see I've got a massive, post- uh, massive uh, nice. painting of Phil behind me. Like we'll a we'll have a
0: picture of that to promote the episode <laughs> after. <laughs>
1: But um, I'm not controlling in that respect. Like, the guys have complete creative freedom when they're writing their stuff. But when I write a song and say, if I'm like, well, I want this to lead into this, I'm quite, I, well, I've, I've done it, I've written it. I want yeah. it to sound like that. Yeah, so
0: yeah. It,
1: yeah, it's yes and no. It's not yeah. as in, if it's not like, if you don't do it my way, I'm kicking you out, fuck you. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. because you can't have that, right? Absolutely. Um, and I can't play guitar solos. I can't shred on the guitar at like those boys. So I'm not gonna actually. Yeah, could you yeah. Play this chord. Um, yeah. But I, because I hear stuff in my head before it's done. I'm like, well, no, oh, I yeah. want it to sound like this. But it doesn't. So in fact, the good example is we've got a new track, really good track called Insight, which mm. we're recording at the end of May. Actually, I can't wait. It's so upbeat. It's so kind of just balls to the wall, kind of almost like an anthem, rock anthem. It'll be the first one we release off this new EP. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And the chorus is like this big epic chorus. And how I heard it was the boys and me just strum, boom, like we could hit one note and then there's this big old epic vocals. And then we could do a big strum, move to the next epic vocals. And I wanted the drums just essentially to cut out and it'd just be like a, a crashing on the cymbals. Like, boom, boom. And we tried it. And I was like, and I was so like, it needs to be like that, it needs to be like that. And the guys were like, do you know what? It loses a bit of momentum. I think the drums need to carry on behind, like kind of doing like a Tom feel kind of thing and I was like okay let's try it and they did and it sounded better so I was like okay yeah. Yeah, guys you're right so that's the thing I'm not yeah yeah I, I will listen to other people and go yeah you're fair you're right
0: yeah there's, there's nothing <laughs> wrong in a creative sense of having that control I think because mm-hmm. you've got people like Brendan from Wheatus, who you know I've had on and spoken mm-hmm. to him and he said my songs are set in stone And I don't want people adding their own spin to it. And he's like self-admitted that and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing worse than someone else outing you and telling you you're a control freak. I think it's best to just own it.
1: And I think, and again, so that's completely fair if that's how it is from the outset. Yeah. If you go, this is how it is. And so, so the boys know the band know. So I started the band. I went and got. Uh, so yeah, sorry, I've given a shout out to the guitarist. I haven't the drummer. So we got sorry. a guy called Jolly. Jolly on drums. I've known Jolly since since college. Uh, phenomenal drummer. Kind of like he's like a ring kind of. Well, Travis Barker isn't dead, but he's like the English Travis Barker. Nice. You know, he's so he's so he's such a tech feel kind of little drum guy. If you listen to kind of the beginning of I Don't Want to Go and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is our th- latest single, first single his little drum fills are insane, man. He's such a good drummer. And so I I wanted the best musicians. Anyway, I went and got them all. And we all have input to the band.
0: Yeah.
1: But like with work and everything else, there's a leader, someone has to make that final decision. And that person is me. Yeah, if all three, you know, this has never happened. But if all three of them were like, No, we don't want this, we don't want this. And I was like, fuck it, we're doing it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's my, it's my word. And but also, that would not be a very good leader because I was meant to be I'm not meant to be a boss to these guys, I'm going to be a leader, and mm-hmm. it's all about compromise, right? We've never had that situation and hopefully fingers crossed we never will. There's mm-hmm. been a few times where one or two of them might go, well, I think we should do this, and I go, No, it's it's this. Yeah. But that's because if you don't, you've got no you've got no direction, you've got no leader of the group, yeah. No leader of the pack.
0: No Someone decisions. has to lead. Yeah, exactly whatever gap made. Yeah.
1: And I think that can sometimes be worse further down the line because people go yeah. It, it, it sort of implodes on itself,
0: yeah. And so all, and everything
1: yeah. All the guys are very, very understanding of that. We take, they take the piss out of me and call me Axel Rose all the time. Nice, <laughs> but
0: um, yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. So I'm, I'm not. I'm open to suggestion,
0: mm.
1: but if I say it's this, it's and and that's final. That's it. Yeah. So and, and so yeah, I'm not. I'm not someone who won't accept. Lots of people say they will accept other views. Hmm. I can. I've been in some bands who've. I could very happily talk about that, uh, <laughs> but um, I will accept other views. Yeah. Um, and if I if I'm like like really kind of firm on it, the guys go cool, fine, that's what we we'll do. Yeah. Great bunch of guys. Can't you got people
0: like Dave Grohl as well that have had that vision of what the Foo Fighters should sound like. And I mm-hmm. think for the second album, or it might have been the third album, he actually re-recorded the drums because he wasn't happy with Is the it? drums. And I think he fired one of the original drummers because he did the first album by himself, didn't he? Yeah, yes. I didn't
1: know So it. So, poor Taylor Hawke at the top of that. In a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I've got a vision. So what's really weird, but I pitched the Dead jackals to people. Mm. It's a mix. It's a mashup between thin Lizzy and blink on which is such a weird combination <laughs> when you hear it. you like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, what yeah, I mean, is, it's awesome kind of twin harmony guitars, with kind of melodic bass and catchy vocals, right? Um, which is how thin Lizzy is anyway, but so I'm a huge thin Lizzy fan, huge yeah. Blink fan. So they, they were my two, two kind of foundations. Um doesn't mean we don't pull influence from other places. I mean yeah. the reason I started even playing bass was because of Steve Harris and mine Maiden. Uh so I love that. I love Maiden, Aerosmith, Kiss, mm-hmm. Guns Roses, all that stuff. And the boys like so Sam's a massive blues boy, Matt loves always you know the big four, he has always Mega Death and Anthrax and all that stuff. And Jolly just loves those kind of punk stuff. So we 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 stir the pot. But like a couple of times they brought a few ideas to the table, and I've gone it doesn't work obviously we're still growing as a sound but there is a there is an underlying foundation of what i want us to sound like if we end somebody go and write a country song or a death metal song that's not what the band is you know you, you write them feel free to write them but do it as your solo project so i've got a few songs that i've written i'm going to record by myself because mm. they they're acoustic numbers and they won't fit with dead jekyll sound yeah so there's so and i think at first that maybe they were a bit like mm, but now they've got that so matt really got he's, he's really good he'll write a couple of riffs and he'll send me one and i'll go oh could you maybe just switch those two chords or make it sound a bit more like you know try and get that kind of mash up of thin lizzie and blink and he'll re-record it and send it back and i go it's great dude we're using that
0: yeah
1: so we've yeah. all got a great understanding in the band
0: that's cool uh, we we'll talk to each other outside of it as well by the sounds of it and yeah it's a and social good, thing man. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Awesome. Just, we take, we talk to each other, we just take the piss out of each other. All of yeah. us just rip into each other, which is good, man. You want that in a band, right? Yeah. Um, we're, we're recording four new songs at the end of May. We're, get, we're getting a new video done. We've got a few gigs in London coming up. We've got all this stuff going really, really well for us. Um, We've only played a few shows and we, you know, we sold out the first one. We headlined the Islington 02, the second show, Um, and it's just, it's just suddenly gone nuts. Um, yeah, so I'm very happy.
0: I'm just reading your Spotify bio. Yeah, check these guys out on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, how many songs have you got up on Spotify? So
1: on, on Spotify, we've only got four at the moment. We've got the the, the EP, uh, the first EP, which is kind of released in October, time, mm-hmm. um, which has got so the first track that I wrote uh, for the band, it's called Head for the Door, which I think is track one on the EP. Yeah. Um, and I wrote that originally. It's about a breakup. Um, a breakup. Uh, we've all been through breakups it's such a typical kind of we've all you know but it, it, the whole point of it is it's called head for the door it's a, and the first line is here we go once again i never thought it would end like this we've all been through breakups either a, the one on the receiving end or doing the breaking up and it's never a nice thing right mm. um and i wrote that on an acoustic after me and my ex broke up about five years ago um just and again this was just before i went traveling and it just stuck with me i recorded it quite a few times acoustically and i was like this is so blow my own trumpet you know i really enjoyed yeah. playing it um, and people it's a great song and mm. that was the foundation for me going i need to get a band behind this
0: yeah
1: uh, and then i wrote i don't want to go uh, which is essentially a so you, the thing is, is the songs are very upbeat and euphoric but the subject matter can be quite dark mm. uh, which i think works quite well sometimes in songs yeah uh, i don't want to go is essentially about uh some guy thinking that am i even going to make it to 40 Mm. um what's the point um but then he realizes he does want to um but he realizes he does want to once it's already too late unfortunately (laughs) and it's like i don't want to go you know essentially saying he doesn't want to die um yeah and then we've got one called cautionary tale which is just about fast women (laughs) we've all been there right yeah Uh, which is awesome and then we've got one called this is not a love song which uh um i really love that great intro uh it's kind of trying to be a bit tongue in cheek, but of like all love songs sound the same, yeah. And this isn't a love song, but it technically is a love song, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we recorded those four songs, really, 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 really happy about how they came out. Recorded them at Studio 91 in Newbury, really, really good studio. We got a couple of guys with Tom and Sam, phenomenal producers, really, really good. And we are going back there last weekend of May 2022 to record four new songs um and then we're going to release them one by one we're not going to drop the EP. we're going okay. to drop them out once a month boom 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 have some tracks baby
0: cool that's quite an uh, interesting way of doing it i like that yeah um, it, keeps, it
1: keeps people wanting more right because yeah yeah I you drop it on them and they go oh cool when's the next thing coming out yeah you know, it's you know, the whole
0: netflix gonna... culture of dropping an entire season or something and then someone might you know, binging it for 13 hours straight. It's like, fucking mm-hmm. hell, it wasn't the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So we're going to you know, tickle the gooch and give him the old teaser uh, before we slip the finger in. <laughs> <Fake>. <laughs> one, one finger, tickle the gooch. Month later, well, extra finger.
0: Tommy, before we recorded, asked if he could swear, and now he's obviously just discovered a load of swear words, and he's turned into, <laughs> yeah. like... You know when you, like, the first time you ever, like, swear in front of your parents? Yeah. I feel that like that's what you've just become in the last like ten seconds.
1: Do you, no, it's just uh, it's just my <laughs> analogies,
0: man. The old
1: gooch tickle. You don't yeah. you don't want to you don't want to hear what I say to people when I introduce them to my father.
0: Okay. Or do you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that on a cliffhanger for the next one. So I think it's worth mentioning that I interviewed the Rocket Dolls at Teddy Rocks 2016. Damn. That still sits on my YouTube channel, my personal YouTube channel, and it's. I I
1: watched it not long ago.
0: Pretty handsome 520 views, which is quite cool. And very shortly after Teddy Rocks, something quite controversial happened with Tommy, and you played Dublin Castle, if I remember correctly. We did. And you put a status up on your i think it was your personal profile saying all of these people pretend to support you and i wish people actually came to gigs and stuff rather than just liking facebook statuses yeah and that was the catalyst for the next video that i put up on my personal youtube which is every music scene rant which only received (laughs) 194 views but quite a lot of people messaged me about (laughs) that because i kind of went off in my car when i was driving home um and it was basically sort of reinforcing what you were saying about a lot of people in weymouth specifically at that point they would only go to gigs that they would play themselves
1: yeah man i fucking hate that
0: i literally loved weymouth music scene and i would help any band out that asked for anything from me i would help them out with their own gigs i would help them out finding a studio finding a fucking haggard base on the side of the road like i don't care whereas a lot of people seem to be in it for themselves and yeah. it felt very sort of it was weird to see that it was happening elsewhere if that makes sense mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i felt like i needed to say something about it
1: no it's uh yeah. so do you know what? i stand by what i said
0: 100 yeah. percent.
1: you know there's people go oh no i'm sorry saying. no not not in the slightest uh i you know and it's it's six years ago a little older a little wiser things change I, again i wasn't kind of in the, i just had gone through a massive breakup as well and all this stuff you know so i was just in a big fucking ranty yeah. stage but i think uh, this still stands true uh, i do actually think after after the pandemic lots of people are kind of more willing to go out to places now because everyone's been locked down for two years and they just want to get out and enjoy their life right they realised life's too short but um I, I, and it just, this doesn't just boil down to music, I believe, again, we talk talk about books as well, but people fully, fully support you until they actually have to support you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's oh, fair. wow, that's so cool. My friend's written a book or my friend's in this band. Yeah, like, cool. You're going to buy it? You're going to buy a copy? You're going to come support us? Oh, no, sorry, I can't. I'm can't like, okay, it. Yeah. So you're a faker. And I know it's not for everybody, I understand Mm -hmm. that, especially you get Mm older, I know not every kind of thing you do, everyone has to enjoy. I'm not asking that. But if they are, and that's why you get fans, you know, because you get people who are actually into that genre or that Mm -hmm. kind of subject matter. And that's, that's worth more million times more. Mm -hmm. But people i even had kind of family members who didn't buy my book or buy my thing i'm like come on guys you, you're backing me up yeah. and big it up to your friends all oh, my brothers in the band yeah it's not like, it wasn't my brother's so just dropped a minute that's not that yeah i'll just use it as an example um uh, so and so's in this band or whatever but then you haven't got the kind of decency to actually support them and uh, the the thing that bugs me so we played o2 islington not long ago yeah uh 25th of march actually i stayed and watched every single band mm-hmm. because we are all there, and then, joined us a band, the first band on, a band called Pale Rabbit, really nice guys, really, really nice guys. Um, they they were on first, we were on last. They stayed and watched us till the end, we stayed and watched them. All the other bands sort of in between, nobody, they nobody spoke to each other. Mm-hmm. They were there for themselves, they didn't make their fans stick around. And it wasn't cheap, it was like a £12 a ticket gig, man. It was not like a cheap gig, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and if, yeah, fine, whatever, but like, this is why the industry's not what it used to be because. Not everyone's supporting it. and you might find something you really love if you stick around you might find your new favorite band mm. um but yeah so I, I, I stand by that and i remember you at yeah. the time if you're kind of video after me but do you know what i'll uh, i'm not trying to cause fights or arguments but when i first put that out uh nikki was like yeah great well done well done well on you and then he's like oh no it was really bad. yeah he completely
0: that. 180'd it and I, I, I yeah. yeah but
1: then again i'm not going to go down that path but mm. we i'm sure we all know what's happened there right um so i've literally got no respect for that guy I don't give a fuck mm. uh, <laughs> um but i but this is the thing i stick to my guns and six years later i still believe in that message right because i'm not yeah. fickle i'm not fake i will tell you the truth mm-hmm. and some people might go, oh, God, that was a bit harsh." I was like, "I'm not being harsh. i being... people... What people don't like, people don't You know, people don't like facts when when it makes them seem like the bad guy. Yeah, if it yeah. makes them look like the good guy, they're like, "Oh, keep giving me these facts, baby. Oh yeah." Oh. As soon as it shines in the bad light, yeah, I don't like it. People go, oh, "Well, fucking nobody does, right? Nobody likes to feel attacked. Of course, it's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's nature." Um, but the foundations of that message of support your friends. Yeah. And if I literally saw a meme today where it was some some woman had made this piece of art and she was like, This is seven hundred and fifty pounds and someone going, someone was like, Oh, I could do that, or that's quite a lot. And she was like, Well, go on then do it. He's like, Well, I know, I don't want to. And then she was like, seven hundred and fifty pounds. and it's the same thing. People you know, they think they can do it better, or, you know, so they're not gonna pay, but then they're not doing it. Yeah. Artists, music and writing make this world go round. Imagine a world without music, man. Yeah like it is you can't even fathom it. It's, it's mad
0: so very, very quiet world
1: wouldn't it and I, I'm, not, I'm not so like oh you have to buy my stuff you have to come to my yeah games. yeah but if you're so okay here we'll sum it all up in one sentence if you're yeah. talking the talk back it up yeah simple as if you're not fucking shut up
0: yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. everyone's got an opinion but it doesn't mean you're right um exactly. it just means that you've got a phone with the internet yeah. yeah
1: the world's
0: not flat people <laughs> that's it yeah so just on the whole rocket dolls thing just to sort of tie yeah, yeah. it up into a nice bow why did you feel that you had to leave or what what actually transpired for Do you that just give me that. just give me like a high level i don't need it to yeah, go okay. into the weeds uh, so, I don't speak to Nicky anymore, by the way. So I, I'm not going to fucking send him this and be like, "Oh mate, my god." Can,
1: he, he, <laughs> I, honestly, the guy can listen. I don't care. I literally yeah, yeah, have yeah, yeah. time. I go, well, I'm. I'm a, have you been keeping up with uh with uh current events?
0: No, I, I am friended him to be completely honest. But if he wants to listen to this, I'm grateful for the stat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, yeah can't be So much drama, heard... mate. So much Wait, drama exactly... in
0: the world. I can't be asked. You...
1: Well, exactly. So I talk about me, but you heard obviously what happened to the dolls and how it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's him, he's in the bad. Like Benji and Joe, I feel sorry for them and the fact that mm-hmm. he's trying to take it all from them. Anyway, so 2016, after Teddy Rocks, I was struggling uh, quite a lot with stress, anxiety, depression. I was on medication, all this stuff. Um, we were meant to go into the studio to finish off the second album. In fact, I'm on the second album. My bass is on the album. I've never listened to it. Never listened to it once. Um, Because I was just like, just love that guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was really struggling. Um, and Nikki, Nikki is a bit two-faced and he will say one thing to your face and mean something else behind your back whereas I'm very open and honest um, and he's like I said look guys I'm really struggling um, I don't think I'm going to make it into the studio because I did I literally did not want to go outside my anxiety was through the roof and people especially now well even then, mental you know men's mental health is a serious issue right yeah yeah and uh, if you don't take it seriously fuck you uh, yeah. not you personally I'm talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but um and so anyway, I was struggling, I was really, really struggling and I couldn't, and it was, all it was to do is go down to back and vocals. And obviously there'd been talks and stuff behind my back. I didn't know. And Nikki was like, no, it's fine, man. Just get yourself well. You need to make sure you're better, you know? And then I went away on a pre-booked holiday that had already been booked with my girlfriend at the time. And we went away, you know, it's a holiday and obviously holidays are relaxing. And then they were like, oh, and Benji wasn't, Benji I think was led astray by Nikki, uh, Nikki's the uh, poison here. Um, he was like, oh. Oh, you won't come to record, but you're going on holiday. And I was like, dude, you're missing the point. I'm kind of having a mental breakdown here. That's escapism. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm I'm, I'm here. And they just went, oh, I think we decided we're going to carry on just as a two-piece. And then that lasted what two months, and then I got Joe. And Joe seems like a nice guy. I never met the guy. Me and Benji met. So after the dolls split uh, a year and a half ago, I reached out to Benji. In fact, I reached out to Nicky, and he never replied uh so i was like fine i've said look life's too short yeah and my man. cousin my cousin had just died actually and i was sitting in a really low place this was in 2020 i said look let's just bury the hatchet man i haven't got time for this shit we're in our mid-30s you know yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. Just, he didn't get back to me benji on the other hand did and we talked quite a lot we were talking about meeting up having a drink we talked about games and stuff all the time so me and benji are totally cool and i totally respect that um and if you know I didn't actually get on with nicky's wife too well when they were together but after they split and all the stuff transpired it, it was him sowing the seeds between us and we actually get on really well now. Yeah, yeah um but anyway so that's that's what happened with the dolls man they sort of kicked me out like when i was it kicked me in the nuts while i was down essentially um mm. and i i really held a personal grudge for a long time i've let that grudge go now yeah um but yeah, I, I'm because I haven't got time for it, man. I'm like,
0: whatever. Yeah, and the, the reason why I'm asking about it is because you were legitimately one of my favorite bands. Like, Thanks. I went to Portsmouth to yeah. watch you guys. I don't think you were in the band, I think there was a guy before you. I can't, remember there was two name. guys
1: before me. Yeah, I think, was there some guy, was another guy called ben? Steve is Golder? I don't know, but there were two bass players before me. So yeah. I joined at the end of the, I end. I joined I think November two thousand thirteen and I left about August two
0: thousand sixteen. So I was there for three years. Yeah, and I thought that, you know, the Rocket Dolls had something going for them and I wanted it to I wanted to be involved. I've always liked being involved. I'm a bit of a narcissist <laughs> I can help no, hey, just get this band off the ground dude there's yeah. nothing
1: wrong so i'm a narcissist right? i like to look good and make sure i look pretty on stage nothing wrong with being a narcissist if you can admit it which you've just done like and i can't yeah, yeah problem is someone in that band was an egotist and there yeah. is a problem with that
0: <laughs> i think most people have sociopathic tendencies but that doesn't mean you have to go around killing people like you, oh, you well. can have like shit sorry degrees. i could to get
1: to go and hide something in
0: my garden nice <laughs> You can have degrees of like unusual behavior but as long as yeah, it's yeah, not your could. entire defined character then you know when it's on as well like i i show off i entertain people i want to make people laugh but then they leave the house and i'm like fucking hell oh i'm knackered because <laughs> i've been <laughs> someone else for the evening sort of thing yeah, but yeah exactly. but yeah that's that's why i wanted to get into it really is because um I think you guys had quite a lot going for you, and I think you, if it did transpire that you know you sold out the Dublin Castle gig as an example, I think you would have got signed and you would have gone on to bigger things. But
1: yeah, and do you know, what? and I I wish Benji's doing his solo stuff at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that really cool. Sounds fantastic, right? And I haven't I heard any all... yet. Yeah, yeah, he's put a few snippets up. I'm re- I'm really excited. I'll have a look. Um, and I wish him all the success in the world. And I really like the guy. Uh, yeah, and. But again, and yeah, and I appreciate what you are saying about Dead, uh, about Rocket Dolls, But I say, you know, now Dead Jackals, I'm I'm so much happier in this band. Yeah, yeah. So much happier, and we, Absolutely. and we are, we are hitting the ground running. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so hopefully, what could have happened for them will happen mm. for us.
0: So just to wrap that up as well, have you got mm. any plans to play anywhere south of the UK so that I can actually come to a show? <laughs> Because ah, I did sorry. look at Islington, but I thought, fuck me, man! <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, we gave getting... tickets out, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we had a few tickets. So we've got nothing in the south. Is is Finn still putting on bands?
0: I think so, but it seems to still be a bit of a dark art actually getting a night there. Does it? So at yeah.
1: the moment, we've got um, we're playing actually um, in HMV in in store in High Wycombe this Saturday. Um, then we've got a gig in Andover next month. We're playing we're playing Dublin Castle in August, August twelfth. Uh, So hopefully that'd be a fantastic show. Um, We're playing, we've done an acoustic gig for Ukraine in June in London as well. Um, So we've got nothing. What we need to do is obviously kind of get a little mini tour sorted. Uh, That isn't in the pipeline yet, but it's definitely something all of us want to do. So we'll definitely head down that way. You are still in Weymouth, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You are still there, yeah, dude. We'll uh, we'll definitely uh, head down that way. Because do When we went down there.
0: Oh well,
1: oh, so yeah, I loved nice. Finn's. I loved it because the atmosphere was also always so good with the uh, yeah. yeah. With the dolls, People right?
0: gave a shit there, yeah, yeah. And so if
1: Definitely. we can get that we can get the momentum with Dead Jackals, then mate, I'll be there tomorrow.
0: <laughs> the amount of bands I've seen come through this town, mate, and they're like, that was the best gig we played for years. That was the best day of the tour constantly. Don't,
1: yeah, that's when we did our few kind of mini tours with, with uh with dolls, Wayne was always the best. Finns was yeah, always man. the best one
0: goes off in weymouth because we don't get it very often so it's it's like covid on a loop it's like (laughs) a band plays and people show up admittedly some of them are dickheads and they show up for one band or they are in the opening band and then they immediately teleport into another dimension as soon as they finish playing because they've used the headliner's band's gear but yeah if you want to listen to all that shit then watch the youtube video like i mentioned maybe I'm what they should start a...
1: doing is making the first band bring the back line yeah and then every band uses their equipment so they yeah. have to stay to the end
0: yeah yeah <laughs> there we go good or, idea or,
1: or, or one he said there's five bands or four bands each member of the band has to have a piece of equipment on stage a bass player's from the third band guitarist from the second drummer from the fifth and then all yeah. the bands have to stay right
0: I it can see out. that. Yeah, nice. So, slightly changing gears here, but yeah, no, I found out a couple of years ago that you were writing a book. I was. And I, was I then fall. saw the book get quite popular. And <sighs> I don't know if you ever made it to sort of water or anything like that, but I couldn't stop Almost. seeing the book <laughs> and you were putting up quite a lot of sort of instagram updates on how well it was doing and if people mm. wanted a signed copy and all that sort of stuff
1: yeah so dude, so, uh, what was that all about so i've got uh, i've got four books out currently. so three of them i'm assuming the first one you were talking about was the bog sprogler absolutely so here, here's the thing so the bog sprogler is a fantasy story about a small creature he's about three and a half foot tall three foot tall he lives in a cave he eats moss he goes on an adventure uh, the 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 moss runs out in his cave and that's all and he has to go to this other cave and on that tr- on that transition from cave to cave he ends up meeting all these characters going in this massive the world's called Dalinor I've made this whole kind of separate world of like all the places you know kind of like massively influenced by Lord of the Rings yeah Harry Potter all that kind of stuff um, it's magical fancy knights wizards big scary monsters um, so I started writing that in 2015 when I was still in the dogs. Um I didn't release the first book until so it was I turned thirty and I said to myself, Do you know, what, I'm gonna I've always dabbled in writing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I
1: said I'm gonna write and I'm actually gonna finish it this time rather than just kind of faffing about. Um, and I did and I was really proud of it. The first book is so short. Um, and so here's the thing: lots of people go, "Oh, it's a children's book. It's not a children's book, but it is a children's book." In the same way that Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Harry Potter. They are aimed at children, mm-hmm. but all ages can enjoy them. Um, so, in fact, the second book, little, you know, these monsters are getting their heads cut off and all this kind of stuff. It can be quite gruesome. It's not like Game of Thrones gruesome, but I mean, <laughs> it's 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 definitely um, it's definitely not just for kids. I because what I don't you know, people just shy away and go, "Oh, it's a kids' book." You know, I'm going to read that. I've had lots of adults read it and go, "This is amazing. This is so good." Uh, so, the Box program uh, I've released three books, one in 2017 one in 2019, one in 2020. Um, and it's going to be, the series is four books. I'm currently writing the final one now. Um, and I've, you know, it, it did do quite well. It's uh, it's, so it's on Amazon at the moment. I'm in talks of like kind of Waterstones and stuff, trying to get it in there. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I also did a few school tours. I'm not sure if you saw that a few years ago. Yeah. I was going to like local primary schools, talking about creative writing and the power of imagination. That's what mm-hmm. I was doing. Okay. And I was using my own books as, look what you can do um and the kit you know, they worked really really well i'd go in in the morning have an assembly with the entire school show a presentation that i'd created myself with pictures on the books and explaining who i am and what i do and then throughout the day i would go from class to class and have like a creative writing session with the kids and all that stuff and it worked it do it was so good so so to see all these kids because lots of them would be like oh I'm no good at writing or I can't draw mm. um and I was like well that's the great thing about creative uh, writing and power of imagination whatever you put down is correct there is no wrong or right you know and so anyway that one that it it sort of starts going like a bit like wildfire I and mean, I've still got people now you know texting me going or messaging me going when's the final book coming out um I should have released it maybe a year and a half ago but you know things life gets in the way i am i am writing it at the moment yeah um but do you know what? i've got so there's a little kid absolute legend a little kid called harry don't know him you know it is in it's not a friend or family It's an actual fan his mum messaged me uh, a couple of years ago and was like harry is your biggest fan he loves all the bog books he's even he maybe he's nine or ten now um he's even inspired to write for it because he enjoys it so much and then he he entered his school writing competition and won and like that means yeah, more yeah. than anything like that little dude, so he, me just even writing that book for him you know i have to get it finished i on, on yes you know, so world book day was not long ago he goes as the bog sprogler he'll take in little stuff he still go he, his mum even messages so he still thinks it's still his favorite book yeah you know hopefully That's little cool. Harry grows up to be a film director and makes it into a film in 20 years. <laughs> I get all this money. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. royalty. But, um,
1: yeah. Right. So Bog fancy adventure. If you like action and magic and kind of cool characters. Um, and also the second book, uh, which is probably my favorite to be fair. I actually, no, the third one, but they're both really good. Uh, <laughs> the second book they all the characters are in there. on based on people I know. Yeah. Um, be it good or bad. So, uh, Think about what we were talking about earlier. And uh, you, and if you read the second book, you might go, oh, that person's based on that person. <laughs> um, Brilliant. But, yeah, uh, I'm really happy, really, really proud of the Bogs Progress series, man. And, and what I want to do is, I, so once I've written the fourth one, um, that will be the end of the Bogs Progress series. I will then probably release it as one just big anthology. Yeah. Um, I'm also doing like a, kind of a like a, a law book, like with all the creatures and areas and drawings for all the space, which is nice. awesome. But as well as that, I've got my non-fiction gaming book. Yeah. Um, which is called Gamer Tag Stories, which is doing better than the bog sprawler, because also gaming is huge, right? We're, yeah, we're both gamers. We know yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a non-fiction book essentially looking at the history of gamer tags. How do so when people choose a tag to be online, mm. how did they come up with that name? What's the story behind that? Mm. Um and so I did like a kind of a brief history starting back with like arcade machines when you got to put in three you know, uh, free letters to make a name. And mm-hmm. if you're a kid like me, you try and make a rude word. Um, <laughs> and then leading up all to modern day, Fortnite, Apex, Call of Duty. Yep. And obviously those kind of things bringing millions of gamers each year. And every single one of those kids, adults, whatever, have to create a game attack.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So why did they pick that one? What does it mean? Why does that define them online? Um, and then I reached out to gamers from all over the world and in the first book, I've got about 150 stories of people. I've got people from Ecuador, i got people from Russia, people from Australia, all over Europe, America. I've got people from. I've got someone from Japan. I've literally got people from all over the world. Um, South Africa, you know, with their stories in this book, and some of them are really in depth. So yeah, my favourite one, right, is a one-liner. His gamer tag is B. Isn't the letter B? B game a lot, and and the story is. My name is Brian, and I like to play a lot of games. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I was like, dude. Whereas I've got these other ones, which are like three pages long. Yeah, like yeah. Heartful. But the great thing is, they're all interesting. Because when you look at them, and mm. you see them online, you go, how did that guy or girl come up with that name, you know? So Game tech Stories, which is on Amazon, is doing really well. Um, got a lot of people interested. And that has led to the podcast. It's also led to a guy in San Diego called Gabriel Valentine, Who's an absolute legend, dude? He is writing a comic book series. He's he's uh, he's been published by lesser known comics. It's called Digital Lizards of Doom, and it's an eight book series. And he, he you know, he's bought the Box Blogger. And he's a Game of Tags, and we're actually in talks now to do some work together. But there's got in San Diego, right? Because and this has all come off the back of Gamer Tag stories. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I'm internally grateful to absolutely everyone who's ever kind of supported me and helped me through my writing and music, you know.
0: That's um,
1: cool. But I love I love writing, dude.
0: Just on that, I think I might be able to help you with your um game attack stories. I'll have, yeah. I'll message you after this. It might not Fair happen. Enough. I'm not the messiah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> ben goes was? on these you podcasts. Sure you were? <laughs> ben goes on these podcasts and he acts like he knows everyone and he's the fucking. Jordan Peterson, a podcasting? No, no, I'm not. It's fine. Um, I'm over it. Honestly, don't worry about it. Um, the box blogger, my girlfriend actually had a question about it.
1: Yeah, shoot, sure, man.
0: What inspired it in terms of other writers? Um, it has a bit of a Roald Dahl sort of Ooh. spin on yeah. it. Yeah, Jordan, Roald Dahl,
1: yeah, Jordan Roald Dahl probably didn't. Not that I know of. But that now you've said that, I can see. I can see how some people go. You know, especially with the wording. Um, what's fantastic I've got a book that nobody can pronounce The Bog Sprogler and a surname that nobody can pronounce Keogh yeah. so if people search for it nobody finds it because <laughs> they're like who is that guy and what the hell is the name of that book so um, yeah um, so nice. so big influences again Lord of the Rings man, massive Lord of the Rings fan Harry po- I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan myself as in I, I appreciate it for what it is and it's good storytelling um, but obviously there's that magic magic aspect. Um, Hobbit, obviously, uh, and uh, there's a chap called um, Robert E. Howard. He's the one who did Conan and Solomon Kane and all that kind of stuff, like twenties in the 1920s and 30s, awesome kind of short stories.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that was a massive influence. And do you know, one of the biggest influences probably is my, my dad as well, because he writes, and he writes for quite a lot of science fiction stuff. And I never knew he. Wrote until I was in my mid twenties. I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" He's like been writing since before I was born. I was like, "What?" And he's got all these kind of miniature stories published under, you know, under a different name and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So he's, a, yeah, he's a he's a big influence. But uh, I think obviously from the from the Roald Dahl aspect, you could probably mainly from the name, the Bog Sprogler. But the Bog Sprogler came to be. So I, did, you may have seen some of the pictures. I didn't actually do the illustrations. So a good friend of mine, who's also called Tom, uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lester. Yeah. Um, he we we've known each other for 15 20 years and he is a phenomenal artist he did all the artwork for uh, um sorry i should say most of the artwork for the bogs problem there's a few of the other the newer pictures he hasn't done um we have the weirdest conversations via text like the weirdest if anyone wants to read it we'll go Are these guys all right <laughs> i'd like, like, be like oh the slug the slug needed his shoes that's i'll text him he'll go oh that's fine i've eaten some ice cream and the bees have got their high tops on and we'll go oh yeah cool we totally know what that means um <laughs> other people go you're right yeah sounds like you're anyway, talking in
0: code like yeah exactly right? jumps P- at P- midnight or <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah.
1: it's yeah oh uh, uh, yeah or oh i'll just um squeeze the snail juice into my mouth or something like that and we'll say yeah cool man totally fine anyway one day he messaged me this is in 2015, around about my birthday time in March. He just messaged me saying something, something, and he made up a word called bog sprogler. Yeah. And I instantly replied to him and went, "Oh, the bog sprogler is this little creature that lives in a, it lives on a marsh and eats moss and is like a weird, creepy creature." And from that point, I went, "I've got something there." Yeah. And I went on to Google and just typed in bog sprogler. B-O-G-S-P-W-L-G. Wherever however you spell it. I, I yeah. Yeah. And Google came up with zero results. That is very, very hard to do today. Yeah, if with, yeah. with, without just bashing the keyboard, with actually putting in a word with vowels and content in proper places, mm. coming up with a word is really, really hard. Without yeah. there being, a, I mean, s- not a single result. So now if you go to Google and type in Bogstogler, every single result on that page, be it from magazines, be it from newspapers, be it from, is, is mine. Um, yeah. Which is so, amazing, right? Um, so... Yeah. Straight away, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, And uh, so that's actually how the word and the name for the blogger came out. I, I can't show you now because I haven't got my camera on, but I've actually got a tattoo of the blogger on my forearm.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, so I take a picture of that,
1: yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, I'm really proud of Game Tech Stories as well.
0: Mm. I mean, as well as that,
1: just just quickly on this, so I don't want to keep you too long. No, now. it's okay. It's um, I'll end up talking for ages. Uh, I also extended my writing into film scripts. I wrote a screenplay a couple of years ago. Um, I wrote a kind of a, a London based crime thriller thing, um, during lockdown, uh, which I actually sent for a few producers and, uh, my sister actually had a really good contact, someone who worked on the sets of the Harry Potter films and some other stuff, um, yeah. which is like, wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. So I got in touch with him and I said, dude, I've just written this, this full feature length screenplay, uh, I'm really proud of it. Uh, I'm looking for producers who might be interested. I want to sell it essentially. And I emailed it after uh, ten producers, and some of them actually, you know, kindly got back to me and said, "Thank you so much for this. This isn't, what, you know, we're not looking for this right now." But you know, in fact, what I should do is probably chase them back. up and say, "Hey, you looking for it now?" Um, but you know, I'm trying to dip my uh, dip my toe into that yeah, kind man. of world as well, you know. So why not? About that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the through thread of this as a person for you is mm. you do stuff. You don't just <laughs> I, talk about it; you actually mobilize on it. I think yeah, that's and, quite important to highlight because there's a lot of people out there that talk about doing shit and okay. then go to bed.
1: Yeah, do you know? What, and that's the thing. Again, I think that all the, and and full come full circle from what we we're talking about earlier about fitness
0: yeah. is
1: that's the fear of getting old and not having anything. I want a legacy. I want something. And well, I've already got it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I died, I've got these books. They're there forever now, right? Um, I don't want to die tomorrow, but. Uh, <laughs> I, so you say that, and um, I thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a doer essentially, but I'll be honest with you. I've literally don't want to be a bit down on it. Friday, I got signed off work for two weeks due to stress and anxiety. I'm literally on signed off sick leave at the moment. Um, mainly, and the doctor's like, you do so much. You need to take some time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I like to keep myself busy, I got mm-hmm. the, but the things I like doing books, mm. music, fitness. I want to continue. I don't like work. <laughs> my normal day. I want to. So my normal day-to-day job, I'm not a big fan of. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. Pay, it pays me a decent wage. Don't get me wrong. It pays me a very mm. decent wage, but I, I would much prefer to earn five to ten grand less, but do it from a, from music, books, or something in that field. Yeah. From a creative field, I would be a hundred percent happier. I'm not saying yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. happy, but um, but so from being so busy. Mm. I've I've burnt myself out currently. I'm currently literally off on sick leave, you know. Mm. Um, but who who knows, man? All you need is that one spark, and maybe one day, you know, some, one of these things will take off. And that's yeah, why yeah. I do it because I've had again too many people I've been around or have seen mm. have had that mindset that they want to do it and they want to be big or famous or rich or successful, but mm. they don't put in the work. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting in the work. It doesn't mean it will happen. I might get to seventy and it never happens. I'm like, oh bloody hell! But at least I tried. Yeah, at least
0: yeah, yeah I that's tried. It. definitely. Yeah, and I think luck and preparation is what makes success.
1: Same as you, man. Like you're working yeah. your ass off, dude. You know, so <laughs> I got so much. But I have so much appreciation yeah, yeah. for that because you, you, tr- you were trying.
0: Oh yeah, I'll send you uh, my I, schedule in a bit. It's mental. It's <laughs> fucking fine, mental.
1: Mine's my, better enough. I don't need someone else's on my conscience. <laughs> but, um, but like, at least you're actually doing. It. I. Do you know what? I, I I I don't like laziness. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to do stuff. Like when I fell out of music and had my boy, hmm. I realised that I've actually got a lot of connections still to this day, and it would be a crime for me to not use them like i don't want okay. to use everyone in my life for content that sounds strange but why but we wouldn't all... i have a chat to them if i have easy access
1: and you've got to use what's successful to you right yeah we're all trying again we're all trying to make it we all want to get somewhere at the end of the day that makes us um happy mm. uh and i would say a lot of not everyone says it's all about money it's not all about money but if we were all financially free we have mm. financial freedom would be so much more relaxed and chilled, right? Like, oh, money doesn't buy happiness. No, but if you've got money and you don't have to worry about that, you can do the things that make
0: you happy. Freedom and security.
1: <laughs> exactly, right? And so yeah, what yeah. you are doing is you are chasing that for yourself and for your boy. Yeah. I'm chasing it for me. Uh, yeah, I'm not having kids, but, like, it's uh, – I'm chasing it for me and my other half. I've got a yeah, yeah. Dog. She's cute. But I – well, in fact, I'm chasing it for me. Yeah. I want to be free. I want to be happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and
1: your and everyone's personal happiness in this world. Yeah, a, yeah, it should be the number one priority. And lots of people this was, was my issue back. I'm going well deep now, aren't we? No, that's back all right. in the back in the day I used to put everyone else first. And I sort mm. of still do to some respect, but I had a realisation like an epiphany in my kind of early to mid thirties, like if you can't make yourself happy, I don't mean with a hand shandy at ten PM. Uh, <laughs> or first thing in the morning, overflows <laughs> your boat. If you can't make yourself happy, yeah, yeah. you were never you are never going to make anyone else happy because yeah. you will always have the underlying thing of, oh, well, you know, put yourself first. It's not selfish. Oh, that's mm. so selfish. No, it's not. If you can't make, you know, you have to put your own well-being first. Mm. And as soon as people realize that you're halfway there, guys, all we need to do now is fill up bank accounts.
0: <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to move that car if the handbrake's on.
1: Exactly. Unless you're yeah. the Hulk
0: that's for the hulk yeah the hulk <laughs> is selfish let's be real like
1: yeah
0: what chances he got of yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly getting married <laughs> love it right so let's move on quickly because i've always yeah. been here for fucking ages <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> um man. that's all right it's all good so twitch, twitch. i don't know if you still do it but Ooh. you were quite early into twitch and i remember oh, watching nice. you play Fortnite, and you were interacting oh, yeah. with the chat and i thought to myself there's no fucking and i still maintain that actually. I don't know how some people do it. I've recently had Affin on and I want to get oh, cool. Con mac 26 on. And next week I've nice. got a guy called Papa Glitch on, who's my absolute favorite Twitch streamer. Um but I don't know how people do it. They play a game and they engage with the audience. <laughs> uh,
1: I they just, split their brain in half.
0: Mate, like uh, that's like drumming twice on two kits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing polyrhythms. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: different, different. So, um, for me, uh, so I've got a mate of mine, a guy called uh, Frank Rusen, Dutch guy. We call him, his name's Frozen. It's not. It's Frank Rusen. Um, he can't talk and play at the same time. Yeah. So we'll be playing Apex together, and he'll be getting shot. I'll be like, "Fru, what's going on? Help! You know, we need, we need comms, so we can come and help you." And then he, and then it's ten seconds later. He's like, "I'm dead." <laughs> We're like, you need to, t-. and I think some people can just do it or they can't, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I'm not sure. Do you remember a while ago, again, well, a long time, I'm not sure if we were talking then, but I think it's 2015 or early 16, I did a 24-hour gaming stream. Oh, wow. Uh, for, for Cancer Charity, I raised £570 for women That's cancer, uh, where I played non-stop for 24 hours. I was knackered afterwards. Yeah, man. Um, and I streamed that the whole time. Uh, I played Star Wars Battlefront, which had only been out for about a week at that time, so I was still yeah, yeah. well into it, and I played it for 24 hours. Anyway, so the Twitch thing, I haven't done it for a while, I'll be honest, uh, mainly because i moved into my house last March, been a year, uh, and the internet's all right. I have an Ethernet cable, and I, I always have a wired connection to my consoles, always. Um, you know, being a huge gamer, but we don't have fiber, so the upload speed's a bit crap, um, and we're literally in talks now with uh, Openreach to get a 900 meg installed. Which will be uh, phenomenal, right? We yeah, Currently, yeah. sat at like sixty-five meg, which is yeah. fine. But I mean, if it drops out, you're screwed. So, I would love to get back into this kind of Twitch and streaming thing, um, and yeah. I do enjoy it. But so, what's quite weird for me, and again, each to their own. Mm. I don't really watch Twitch. I don't watch streamers. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: a lot, and it, it watching streamers is huge, as we know. maybe people make millions from it. I in fact. On my gaming podcast, while while well, I'm on the panel, uh, Ellie, she's a her full-time job is she's a streamer. She makes enough money, to, you know, fantastic, fair play. Yeah. But and obviously, I think for people for the generation below us, it's huge. Like my nephew, he watches them all the time, right? Because if he hasn't, he can't get the game. He can't afford the game. It'd be like us back in the day. We're reading the newspaper or reading the magazines about the game because we can't afford it. So you just yeah, go, yeah, oh yeah. wow, I wish, I wish, I can't wait to play it. So if you can watch somebody else play it. It gives you, makes you happy, right? But I don't really watch streamers, like not, not in a, you know, not in a negative way, but it's just not one of my hobbies. I like doing it, and if you watch me, it's fine for them.
0: But yeah, it's quite a long thing to commit to, and I start watching like a YouTube video on my phone because I kind of go into like unwind mode at like sort of ten p.m. to eleven p.m. Then I come up and go to sleep. Really. The full on unwind mode, really? Not that, no. <laughs> that's in the morning. Um, I should, <laughs> I should put my phone down and I should just read yeah. a book. That's I fun. know that's the answer, but there's this sense of twitch, that FOMO of like someone's streaming right now, and I'm probably yeah. not going to go back and watch their videos from a couple of weeks ago because they're streaming right now, and Dude, if I'm not there, on there the
1: head.
0: then I'm going to miss out.
1: You absolutely hit the on the head, FOMO, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The, the world is FOMO mania at the moment,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and that's why
1: not promoting it, but uh, getting into crypto because if people are worried about FOMO, crypto yeah, the man. way to go, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm well into crypto. FOMO anyway, coin. Right. FOMO coin, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think so. I think you, you just hit that you, you're kind of worried, but like missing out on what?
0: Yeah. Really. <laughs>
1: exactly. You can go play that game if you want. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it, you know it's it's
0: it's literally FOMO. I, I do watch the people though I, I like mm-hmm. the games I like the gameplay but I watch it for the people and I think that if you got back into Twitch for example you've got so much going on that you could stream mm. a book related stream you could do a fitness related stream you could talk yeah. about music like I like that versatility, rather than just, I'm going to play Call of Duty until I bleed from my eyes. It's <laughs> a bit like, fucking hell, really? Do you,
1: know what I, do you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to get a gorilla suit. Yeah. And
0: like a full gorilla suit,
1: and just play, and Twitch stream as like a, a gorilla, but an actual gorilla, and just make gorilla noises. That's yes. what I literally wanted to do one day, and like make an entire channel, and I was going to call it like, gaming gorilla, or something like that, and literally just like... Ugh. And I was like, that would be so fun. People would find that hilarious.
0: It would be so would,
1: ridiculous.
0: I think that would be funny <laughs> until it was like 14 months in.
1: Yeah, you'd be you like it.
0: slightly more depressed gorilla noise. <laughs> <clears throat> stuck,
1: exactly, one stuck in the zoo. But anyway, like, yeah. I, uh, I, I thought about doing it. But again, like you said, man, I'm so busy at the moment. And like, yeah, yeah, well, if, yeah. I do, if I do have a stream, it's more of a, just a kind of uh, a kick, a kickback thing. Hey, man, I've been signed off work for two weeks. Maybe I'll stream yeah, tomorrow yeah. afternoon.
0: There we go. Had <laughs> it here first. I like an exclusive. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think a lot of it is I'm going to game anyway, so I might as well stream it.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. Why wouldn't I look-
0: if it's an option? Yeah.
1: And again, each to their own and everybody has their avenue of thing that they enjoy, right? Which is so good. I love seeing people being creative. And I love especially as I've got old, a bit older I'm old, you know, but yeah. As I'm getting older, I love seeing people be successful or or try to better themselves. I find it so attractive and so ha- it makes me so happy. So if people are streaming for that reason, fair play to you. Some yeah. of them do go over the top when it's like they like they're being they dramatize it and it's like they're and, it, and it's there for attention. Again, uh, fine. If you're, oh my dog's about. sorry. Nah, right. If you're just looking for attention, fine. But mm. I, it's gonna sound weird coming from me, but. The over-the-topness sometimes gets to me. I'm like, oh god! If I if I if I'm watching someone who's streaming and they're well over the top, I'll go and yeah, find yeah, someone who's more yeah. chilled. But again, I think that's that's just it's just yeah, what what I it's get, all yeah. subjective. It's all subjective, dude.
0: It depends if you're in the mood for that. Because when you're like like I say, I'm in unwind mode. I don't want mm. hi guys. I'm gonna blow my own face off. Like it's just <laughs> like Jesus Christ. This is like what I'd watch at like 11 a.m. Not.
1: Yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I'm not saying people do that because that would probably be against terms of service, right? But you know, that whole like PewDiePie, yeah, well, Twitch, man. PewDiePie like, does it in a funny way, yeah.
1: But like Twitch is like well getting well strict with the rules, but for some people, not for others, right? Mm. Wasn't there this big thing like last year, like loads of like gamer girls like streaming while in like hot tubs in their bikinis yeah, and man. they were fine with it, but then some other little kid goes says fuck and they get banned? It's like, wait yeah, yeah. a minute, that's not on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was quite similar to the um, Jimmy Kimmel was talking about Las Vegas shootings, I think it was. And um, his YouTube video talking about it had adverts on it. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Because if I do a video talking about that, there's no way YouTube will monetize that video. Yeah, exactly. And everyone right? like kind of like visually, I don't know if you can see it, but they all kind of crossed their arms and went, Nah, that <laughs> can't be allowed. Like it's either free speech yeah. or no free speech.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't it's not censor
0: some... people just because they're not Jimmy Kimmel or whatever his name is. But it's, yeah,
1: uh, weird. yeah, it's uh it's yeah, one rule for some
0: one for the others, right? Absolutely. It's always the big guys as well that seem to get away with it.
1: Well, it's not who you know is who you bloke uh yeah. <laughs> it's <Nice>. money house
0: <laughs> that's the episode title right
1: there
0: <laughs> so let's quickly meander into video games and then we'll do the oh, quick fire yeah, questions yes. cool and yes. then we'll talk about your podcast a bit more
1: okay yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah. video games what was the first childhood memory that you can remember playing oh,
1: the first part so oh okay so it would have been uh, a wrestling game. I can't remember what wrestling game. I like kind of. I think it, in fact, I think it might have been Royal Rumble. WWE, WWF even. Yeah. Royal yeah. Rumble in about 1992 on a Mega Drive. Nice. Um, and it wasn't mine. It was a friend of mine at mm. the time, mm. uh, a guy called Andrew, I can't remember his name. Um, and he had one, and I was like, oh my god, he's got video games. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I got a Game Boy a few years later when I was about eight or nine. Um, and I was hooked I I played it so much that my mum used to ban me from playing it before school in the morning because I wouldn't put my clothes on I'd be sat there playing Terminator 2 yeah yeah um I am such a big gamer dude as you know and like well I've written book on video games like through and through I've got Final Fantasy sleeve all up my right arm uh, Final Fantasy 7 um I've been playing games since the early 90s Well, 30 years you know And I'm not going to stop anytime soon. In fact, I'll be playing some Elden Ring straight after this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've heard that three times now. Have you? Dan Dan Olds from Palm Reader was like, I'm going to play the fuck out of Elden Ring, so don't expect me to promote the episode until I've completed it. And then we had Johnny from Lightwave saying, I can't wait for that game to come out. So it's it's gotten some serious airtime on this.
1: I've uh, put about 135 hours in at the moment. Jesus Um, Christ. Yeah. And I work full time, and I've got all this other stuff going on. So, how the f- when do I sleep? What happens? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's one hundred and thirty-five hours in days. Uh, well,
1: two hundred and forty would be ten days, wouldn't it? say? So yeah, six and a half.
0: Six and a half days. Damn, Sorry? son, yeah, that's Twitch territory, isn't it? Yeah. Just saying.
1: <laughs> but yeah, video games are a big part yeah. of my life. Yeah. Mass- massive. Um... You know, there's so much controversy. There always has been. Still, is oh, mm. video games cause violence? No, they don't. Mm. There's a 100 million reports that show it doesn't. And also, we used to burn people at the stake 400 years ago for being witches. So... And if they weren't a witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think video games are the cause. I think it's humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, video games help with eye-hand coordination. They help with decision-making. They are proven to benefit people. and. I will defend video games to the day I die, and I will be playing video. In fact, in forty years' time, in my seventies, I'll still be playing Apex when all the kids are in like futuristic like holog- hologram suits and all the stuff.
0: I'll be like, God damn, yeah.
1: back in my day, we played Apex.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll be the only one in the lobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these private games again a bit boring. <laughs> so, favorite free video games, and I know that's a big ask, Ooh, but okay. Well, number one, Love.
1: Final Fantasy VII, hands down. Nice. Um It's it's. Uh, it's all up my right arm. I've got it, I've got a sleeve, which I started in about 2016, and, and it's still not finished, but uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always sort of chop and change between the others. Uh, well, do you know what? Elden Ring. Elden Ring's up there, because I'm a huge, huge fan of the Souls game. Since Demon's Souls came out, Demon's Souls, uh, yeah. the XRS, uh, in 2009, um, I've been a, a fan of all From Software games since then. Yeah. Um, and Elden Ring... Um, Kind of takes everything from that, puts it in an open world, and just makes it better. I didn't, I, I knew it was going to be a good game, mm. but I didn't know it was going to be as good as it was or draw mm. me in as much as it has. So, can, I, okay, here's a, a, a cheap question: uh, Can I have c- uh, collections and they all just have to be independent games? Could I say the Uncharted franchise?
0: Yeah, or collections works. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So we're going to say we're going to say Elden Ring and the Souls games. That counts as one. Okay. Um, I like games that punish me. Apparently, I like a bit of punishment. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm getting married. Uh, nice. Smooth. Uh, help. Yeah. No, now I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, so Final Fantasy, uh, and then number one, Elden Ring, Souls games. Number two, and then. It would be a toss-up between the Uncharted games, phenomenal storytelling, great kind of, I was, uh, yeah, I like that kind of cocky attitude like Nathan Drake, I like that kind of, hey, check me out, larger than life. That's what I liked, that's how my inner child would perceive me, even though I'm probably just a big geeky dork guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, That's what I want to be like, you know, so I love the Uncharted games. Um, It's a toss-up between Uncharted or Fallout, Uh, Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Yeah. Or Skyrim. Oh, God, dude, why are there only three? You've made it so hard.
0: It it won't stop otherwise.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm sticking with Uncharted. Final Fantasy VII, Souls games, Elden Ring, Uncharted series.
0: Nice. Well done. Decision making, right? Okay. <laughs> um, minor inconvenience. Do you have any time to think of one?
1: Um, what do you mean just in general? What, something yeah, just something that
0: you could kind of like, something that you find yourself getting annoyed at, like day to day, like
1: well i have just been silent for stress so quite a lot of things
0: <laughs> yeah well i've got i've got two i've got two this Go on, week if it helps hit me. Hit
1: me.
0: rice packets when you put them in the microwave they always fall down
1: do you know what you've just you, you've you just hit the then again but not quite that sauce pots so when you get like a a uh, You're buying like a tortellini or some spaghetti-based thing, and you go to Sainsbury's or wherever you shop, and you get like the kind of mascarpone sauce or something. It's in a plastic tub, Mm. and you take the lid off, and it says just rest the lid on top and then put it in, right? And then cook it for a minute and a half in the microwave. Uh What and so what most people think I'm gonna say, oh it always blows up and goes forever. No. (laughs) What it sounds like is it sounds like there's something huge in the microwave, because even though the, the top isn't on properly, it's almost sort of, yeah, it's not closed because it says don't yeah. close it, but it's like bubbling all over the place. It sounds like the microwave's going to blow up. So yeah, my yeah. inconvenience would be sauces cooking in the microwave.
0: Nice. I've got a second one, but I might keep that because I have to come up with one of them every single week. And sometimes ah. I really have to, like... People steal them. The tumble dryer. Like, it's a massive inconvenience because it's so heavy. Like, yeah, <laughs> I might keep it, actually. I'm going to bank that for... I've got another lunch. one. Go on, then. I've got
1: another one because I've only, I've only had a dog for seven weeks. Yeah. Like picking up shit. <laughs> I hate it.
0: Could be worse. You could be picking up other dog shit without having a dog.
1: Yeah. That
0: could be a bit No, sad.
1: No, I wouldn't because I'd never do that. But yeah. now I've got a dog, I've got to be responsible. She's yeah. so cute. But I hate picking up shit, man. I always said, I said, I'm never picking up shit. I'm not you know picking up shit.
0: Do you know what's worse, though, than people that don't?
1: People pick up and throw it at you?
0: No, people that just completely ignore the fact that their dog's done it and they just leave it in the middle of the road or the pavement or whatever.
1: Luckily, my dog's very good. She goes in in bushes and hides in corners, which is what we like.
0: Nice. Sounds Um, like your dog used to play Metal Gear Solid or something. Yeah, she is,
1: Snake. Nice. Oh, Metal
0: Gear Solid. Oh, man, that could be
1: my job
0: (laughs) for (laughs) it. Sorry. Um, Quick fire questions. So I'm just going to quickly go into these. Just say the first thing that comes into your head. Oh God, there is no right or wrong answers, but I might query some of them. <laughs> is a Kinder Egg a toy or is it a deliciously chocolate treat with a toy inside?
1: Deliciously chocolate treat with a toy inside. Nice. Chocolate's on the outside, red toys on the inside. You've got to get through the chocolates to get to the toy.
0: That's an analogy for life, right there, isn't it? <laughs> baby bell or cheese string? Ooh, baby bell. Camping in a tent or a static caravan for one week?
1: Tent, because otherwise you're not camping, you're in a caravan.
0: Living in a city or living in the countryside?
1: Countryside, 100%. I do miss living in the city, but countryside is, is beautiful. I grew up in countryside, love it.
0: Chocolate or sweets?
1: Chocolate. Used to be sweets, but I found even, yeah, and I've got my very sweet tooth still, but I've, I've, I actually prefer nice chocolate now to rather than
0: like sugary sweets bath or shower
1: shower hate a bath why do you want in your own mess
0: <laughs> good to bring more do have a lot of lush stuff though Shower yeah, to lush. Mistress, she'll she me pour please. me one
1: every now and then and she'll put like nice salts in it and, and I'm, when i get in there my voice like, oh, is quite nice but i can do 10 minutes and then i'm out yeah where she'll sit in there for like 10 hours
0: i've <laughs> got two more they're brand new just for you and they'll Thanks, continue throughout the series we're on series eight by the way people what the fuck's going on um, congratulations cheers Mint choc chip or chocolate orange?
1: Oh, dude. Oh, no. So is that in ice cream or in any kind of chocolate-based Just thing?
0: Any variation of any oh, chocolate, oh. ice cream, anything.
1: Uh, chocolate orange. Nice. I like both. I, like I both fucking orange.
0: love both. I don't know why I've yeah, asked man. that question. Yeah. Um, kind of, it's evil. Mornings or evenings?
1: Oh, mornings. It's I love vague. Sunrise. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I love sunset. I love someone, but morning—the the light is out. I don't like the dark. I don't like well, I'm not. Listening, I'm scared of the dark, but I don't like winter. I don't like short days, like long spring summer days with the light shining on the green fields and trees.
0: It gives yeah. you hope, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a new beginning and a new opportunity. Exactly. Um, there's a maximum security prison. You have been invited to partake as a prisoner. <laughs> you get ten thousand pounds a day how long would you be willing to stay in the prison for
1: maximum security but
0: you might die
1: you might die crossing the road uh and i'm not a small guy
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. uh i'm not you know so okay how 10 grand a day yeah and yeah okay okay so i would stay so what's that 10 days is 100 grand
0: mm-hmm.
1: so 100 days is a million uh, yeah give me 100 days man I'll just go and smack the guard Get put in isolation And then just sit all the rest yeah. of the time in there
0: <laughs> Side See, note logic. Side note for that question Mr Beast has stolen that fucking question And he's made a YouTube video about it And he's gotten quite a lot of hot water for doing it So I know that you're fucking watching me Mr Beast Mr Beast bad Jimmy, Bad Beast That is your real name
1: Jimmy
0: Beast. Um, Last thing Is your podcast so let's promote that before we head oh, okay. off.
1: Okay. Yeah. So Inst- Insta Gamers Assemble. So uh, I should. I won't take credit for this. It's not my podcast. It's a podcast I'm on the panel. Okay. Uh, every week. So it's a, a chap called Nathan who uh, goes by the name of No Signal uh, on Instagram, and obviously there's the Insta Gamers Assemble podcast as well. So it's a and th- this this came an opportunity. Um, through my book, because if so, I've got my YouTube channel for gamer tag stories, and I kind of interview people on that, and think uh, yeah, I had a few people on, and I had Nathan on, and he was like, "Do you know what? this is great? I might do like a kind of podcast version of it." And he teaches, he uh, he teaches at Coventry College, I think, or Coventry University, and he does uh, film and game studies. Yeah. So he's yeah you know, he's guys kind of, he's like a, a proper actual intellectual person, and then we've also got a lady called Ellie who's the professional Twitch streamer, um. And then we've got a chap called James who wrote the B Tech for esports, which is now oncologist. He literally wrote it. And then you've got Muggins over here, me, who just wrote a book on video games. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel I feel well out of place. So <laughs> you've got all these like proper people with like proper qualifications, and then you got me going. Oh, put some words in the page. Um, and we kind of have a chat kind of every week. And we had um yeah. we had John Romero on the creator of Doom. Nice. Um. We had uh have you heard of Disco Elysium? Yeah. Uh yeah, so one of the voice actors from that. Um we've had a few other kinds of like gaming. So essentially it's all kind of it's called Insta Gamers Assemble, kind of take on as Avengers Assemble, you know. Um yeah. and we just kind of had people on or talk about current affairs, current events and games and all that kind of stuff. And uh yeah. I'm really happy to be proud and be a part of that. I'm really I'm really grateful that Nathan asked me to do that actually, because yeah cool. the, the kind of like I could say that I feel like you know, people go well look, dude you've written a book on video games you obviously know your stuff um but yeah. you know when it's yourself you're kind of like oh yeah i don't know especially when i've got the guy who's written a b tech for esports you know and a professional streamer mm-hmm. but we all get on really well we went to egx last year um so it's going well man yeah yeah and we'll, we'll cool. see uh, see where that goes that's
0: great awesome right so that is everything that i have for you tommy Is there anything else that you want to promote, or is there any questions that you want to ask me? Mm. or What's your favourite meal deal? Oh yeah, I haven't asked you that, have I? Fuck. I'm not very good at this.
1: I'm I'm asking you what yours is now. I'm putting you on the spot.
0: Chicken, bacon, lettuce, sandwich. Chicken, bacon, lettuce, sandwich. If there's a riot and there's no... uh, I think that has mayonnaise in. I'm going to have to get one, aren't I? That's an excuse. (laughs) I'll, I'll report back. I think so. I think most sandwiches and most wraps in Tesco now have mayonnaise in because my girlfriend fucking hates mayonnaise. What? And it's a bit of a Paint trivial thing. Oh, dude, I hate,
1: I hate tomato and tomatoes in bloody everything. It's your so, name. So, sorry,
0: what? Yeah, I know, Tommy K. Your right? name is Tommy K. What the fuck? <laughs> I like
1: ketchup. I like yeah. ketchup. I just don't like uh, actual raw tomatoes. So what crisps yeah. and what drink go
0: with your So, mayonnaise? yeah, if there's no chicken bacon lettuce, I'll get chicken Caesar wrap nice uh crisps i like blue doritos thai sweet chili sensations or paprika max crisps
1: mate you and me on the same level so far
0: cherry coke as a drink
1: okay
0: or a can of monster because i find myself um, driving quite a lot and i need to cut down on my energy drinks to the point where I when i drive
1: I don't, I don't drink them um i drink a cup of coffee but uh
0: yeah i yeah, don't yeah, drink coffee my... i don't drink coffee do you...
1: So I started. We're just going back to fitness now. I started drinking coffee because I was taking too much pre-workout. Yeah. So in in pre-workout, like, well, in a coffee, it's about 40 the mil, 40 milligrams of coffee caffeine, yeah. sorry, per coffee. Yeah. In this in this pre-workout, I was taking it's 350 per scoop, and I was taking two scoops. Yeah. Um, and because I was getting to a point where my body just wasn't reacting to it, because so I was just eating it every day and just lifting heavy weights and grunting in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my heart started to go a bit funny, get a little bit of palpitations. I was like, I'm gonna stop taking so much caffeine and right. just drink one coffee a day, like before my workout, and that's why that's what I have now. Yeah. But okay, so you it's a good meal deal. Yeah. Uh, and, as promotion not ready. Just uh check, please check out Dead Jackals. Um we've got new music coming. There's we've got a YouTube channel, we've got TikTok, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got some gigs coming up, we've got some awesome music if you wanna check it out gamertag stories. Uh, I'm actually ex- accepting submissions for gamertag stories level two because gonna be a sequel to the book with more stories. So if anyone's got us wants to be included, whatever your story is for your video tag, you can be in it just need to message me on Instagram. So I've got the gamertag stories Instagram. I've got the box Instagram. I've got dead jackals Instagram. <laughs> I've got my personal one, which is just Tommy's Um But yeah, thank you very much, man. appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. So good. We like to help each other out here. And um, so I'll send you a deal. DM in a bit about the potential person that might be able to help you with your gaming adventure. Yeah, dude um, Yeah. What was your go-to meal deal? Just to wrap up. Oh,
1: okay. So I got a couple, um, and they used to be again. Oh God, I have a couple of everything, don't I? I'll do what I do right now. It's well boring, okay. but I go for the cheese and onion, like the cheese and spring onion uh, sandwich. He's right. hanging his head in shame. What the? Uh,
0: fuck? Because
1: it's just it's just easy, man. Um and, I, and also I get quite picky with my meat I like to spend quite a lot of money on my meat for good quality stuff I'm always like if it's in a meal deal it's going to be shit <laughs> and I always get like gristly bits <laughs> cheese and onion you can't go wrong with right blue Dorito crisps yep and either Pepsi Max or maybe an innocent smoothie god I'm so boring aren't I no,
0: that's cool that's
1: fine <laughs> look at that they like just like, yeah, that's cool, mate. Fine. Yeah. It no, you should have told me at just, the beginning. We would cut you short.
0: <laughs> I had an epiphany earlier. You asked me yesterday if it was a Waitrose meal deal or a Tesco oh, meal yes. deal. And I think yeah. that's genuinely the first time someone's asked me that. And I just thought, fuck me, this guy's earning too much money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't know. So I'm not quite at the level of shop, doing my weekly shops and Waitrose. I do mine in Sainsbury's. My mum
0: shops at Waitrose every week. So give it a few years and ask me again. There we go. <laughs> We all need something to aspire to, people.
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: Love it. Right, I'm going to make a move. Next week we have Papa Glitch on, who's a Twitch streamer and just a really funny, natural entertainer. I think at one point in his life he was a comedian. And uh, he's he's a very Matt Berry kind of voice actor. And I'm looking forward to having (laughs) him on because I booked him, I think, in November last year because my schedule is fucked um so yeah i'm looking forward to that so thank you very much once again tommy for coming on if you haven't listened to the billy sheehan episode i don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life but you need to listen to it and validate my existence because that's easily the best episode i've done in terms of guest magnitude and caliber so my second best get over there yeah absolutely you're the best in the uk (laughs) sorry <laughs> right, no worries i forgot you were here sorry um yeah keep sponsor uh, helping my sponsors keep supporting my sponsors set surf dom from blushing barber who's now mobile i'll get into that at some point in the future set surf um who else have i got optimus U fitness clothing and just keep being awesome and thank you very much for listening and um Yeah, I'll speak to you all very soon and keep it Bedlam. Cheers guys. Take care. Bye. Archie Soul Male Grooming My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam Podcast I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year and it's been such a good experience for me to Go a bit back and forth with Mark, um, give him some ideas. He gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him. I'm very, very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh, company at the same time. So it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing. I've got some notes here, two seconds. So, Archie Soul Men, was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK, not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care and these products really do work, products that will make you feel great at work and at play clean and fresh with every use so archysoul.com is their website free shipping orders over 25 pounds get free shipping no quibble 30 days return guaranteed all dispatch from the uk and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want us-based products archysoul does the rest right here from the uk let them do the heavy lifting for you code bedlam 2022 will get you 20% off your total order except for leather bags and razors some of the products include duke cannon anthony walton wood farm ace high darwin's grooming just absolutely incredible products incredible companies just check them out they're incredible like i say (laughs) i've said it three times beard oil shower gel deodorant, wallets, beard combs, notepads, leather bags, anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special. No plastic, no problem. Just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit. The shipping, like I've mentioned before, is incredible. I order stuff on Tuesday and I get it on Thursday. You can't ask for more than that, really. Uh, their website is on Shopify, So it's got all the latest payment options available. So yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul, male grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later. Hello guys, got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, So they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, They are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out, I've got Optimus U, we are much more than just a sportswear brand. We are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most Optimus version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader and Lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand. Um, And they are incredibly involved. They're incredibly inclusive, like I say, and I cannot recommend them enough. So give them a go at OptimusU.co.uk, if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and i just i think they're fantastic um they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company um i've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and i will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to OptimusU. uh right Back to the episode. Cheers, guys.